This episode is brought to you by Blueprint Renovate Program, the program designed to create space in your firm to cultivate mindset change through what you do every day. Visit blueprinthq.com.au slash contact to start the conversation. Welcome to Conversations with Sam Dean. I'm Sam Dean and I'm excited to have you here to explore the conversations that accountants and advisors can have with their clients to cultivate business mastery. All the notes and links for the show can be found at blueprinthq.com.au slash podcast. Let's start a conversation. Well, hello, everybody. I hope this finds you well and fabulous wherever you are. Today, I really want to explore a curious conversation that I've been having with myself and our, our marketing team around marketing to our clients' urgency. And when you start working through marketing and the mere fact that I'm even talking about marketing, I think is quite ironic. Um, one of the things that you've really got to work on and in your practices too is what is the market's urgent need right now? What's urgent to them? We usually know what the gap is, but what is their actual urgent need? And for me, this has been super challenging in our industry at the moment. So we have a personality that we know that we need to change. We know that disruption's coming. Um, It's actually already here. But you know, our clients are still coming into us and we're not really losing any um, money or, you know, our businesses are, are doing okay. So some of the, the usual urgencies that you see in, in marketplaces are usually around, you know, a cash flow uh, control. We do have an urgency, I think, around um, lack of time. We're time poor, but that's probably just a symptom of really what our underlying urgency is. So I've been rumbling with this a bit and, and talking to um, my coaches and network about uh, our urgencies and what, what we would, what, how would we actually market to that directly. And I actually think our urgency right now, and I've seen it in a few people I've interviewed recently, is burnt out that we're actually really um, – tired like we have we're working big hours the constant treadmill of compliance or whatever that is or whatever the professional services technicality is and that we're really tired and maybe a bit burnt out but I think one of the symptoms to this we have never really sat down and asked what we want and this has been my my experience as well. We go back into our um, you know our careers and and we go through university and we come through and we think what we want is you know a good job, do great things by our clients, etc. But we never really sat down, perhaps on a very very regular basis, and said, "What is it that we actually want?" Recently, I've interviewed a couple of accountants um, who've come on board with us, and. I keep hearing back, you know what, no one's ever asked me that before or I've never really um, thought about that. So what I would like you guys and girls to do is actually start thinking about that. So what is it that I actually I actually want? And, uh, you know, a few examples of this I could work through my own experience on this is that you can sort of sit and ask yourself, you know, if I'm sitting here in a year's time, what, what am I doing every day? How am I actually feeling? 
What do the people around me look like? You know, what's happening during the day? So that, that could be a good way to think about it. If you really want to be brave and the best way to actually do it is to jump forward to, say, 10 years' time and say, so you, do, you might not visualise what you're actually doing, you know, on your day-to-day basis because goodness knows what that might even look like in 10 years' time. But, you know, what are you feeling? Um, what is the main part of your day that you're doing? So if you remember back to um, a previous episode where we sort of talked about, you know, writing your tasks down and actually think about what you could do, what other people could do. Now I want to think, you know, you to really think about what it is you actually want to be doing, but not just not in your tasks, in actually what you're doing every day. So sometimes when people go on the, on this um, journey and actually create the space to think about this, so you will really be very, very surprised at what you come up with. So I really in, encourage you to do that. Another thing to really look at is what actually brings us joy too. So once we've really established what we want, and please bear in mind too that could also change obviously over time, it's really important to, because we do everything on a, on a daily basis, to think about what actually brings us joy. I really feel that there's this real disconnect with us as technicians to us as business owners, and we'll talk a little bit later around um, the business mindset as well. Most of us, I think, get joy out of what we do every day. So what we, the actual technical aspect of the job, so whether that be is creating a better tax outcome for clients, um, the actual client conversations themselves, or, you know, learning to do um, accounting production of accounts and, you know, for me, the joy has been taking and taken away a long time ago. You know, that was a zero at my ob. I remember way back in the day when we used to be able to actually have trial balances and the joy of actually balancing one um, was always a lot of fun, particularly, you know, early on in my career as a graduate. So um, that's obviously long gone with the with technology and, and what happens now. But exploring that, even that a little bit further, is, is as technicians, we really love what we actually do. And then we sort of get promoted through either to the senior accountants or we then become partners in businesses. And then we have to be business owners and we have to actually run businesses and go through all the aspects that we said last week. Now, there's some really interesting um, research done around this in that there's only about 2 to 3% of people who actually um, want to be in business for the sake of being in business for the game of business itself. Most people who have businesses find joy in what the actual in the product or the services that the actual business creates and have have a driving their drive and their passion, if you like, is around helping um, the clients that they service, etc. There is a small amount of people and a very small amount of people who actually get joy out of the the mechanics of business and actually running businesses. And I think that this is sometimes what happens to it maybe one of our urgencies as well is to actually get back after we've sort of sat down and given us the space to find out what we want, to find out actually what makes us joyful. And if in a work sense that is actually doing technical work, you've really got to then, you know, find a way to balance both. So to actually create the space for me, you know, this is a big thing, particularly now that I'm scaling a business. Is is I I want I find 
joy in what I actually do. So the consulting and you know changing clients' lives. But then there's also that aspect of getting your content right and all of this stuff and the grudging stuff, if you like, in the business, um, the people part of it, operations part of it, the marketing and sales, which has never been in my um, comfort zone. Some of those aspects of it are, are just plain hard work. And if you have to actually grind through this all the time and you're not focusing back and giving your time and the space to actually what finds you joy, um, it becomes very hard. And I think maybe that's where we're a little bit at, you know, in the accounting industry as well, in that we really enjoy what we do when, when we become a partner and we haven't got the framework and the people around us, we have to then go and do things that we're uncomfortable and not trained to do. But even if we were, it's not what we actually want to be doing. We don't actually maybe want to be actually running a business because we never sat down and said, well, what does that actually mean? So I think this is a big a big aspect of, of the sense of urgency at the moment as well. Because it's a really curious thing, isn't it? Because most technicians or experts do have to eventually in their career become business owners. And if you really want to scale and grow your businesses and have successful businesses, that does mean putting down the tools a lot. And sometimes it's the tools that we we actually, um, you know, is where we want to play. But with planning and really, you know, defining what you want and actually looking at these gaps, there are ways to create the business around you. So you might not necessarily need to do that. We don't actually have to do everything in our businesses. We have to actually then have trust and really look at this in a, a business mindset. Going back to what we discussed last week is sort of looking at some of the stuff that you can do and actually who you can do it. And then we move into of a more of a business mindset apart from this um, production mindset that we have at the moment which continually frustrates us. So next I really want to talk about if we are in in, in the business of accounting, what that actually means and the, the mindset, the fundamental mindset shift that may need to happen. I think that this mindset shift is actually bigger than some of the earlier ones that we we talked about and today I want to sort of give you some tips and tricks on how to shift slightly. So what do I mean by business mindset? That's really looking at the holistic way your business, whether you're a sole operator or you're, um, you know, got a a team of people underneath you and you've got um, reasonable turnover. So it doesn't really matter what the size of business it is. If you're starting out on, on your own, you're on your own or you, as I said, had a team, you have to always think about it as a business as opposed to um, a job, if you like, or, or just a production of, of whatever, a production of the jobs that you actually produce. So business mindset's also about very much looking into the future, what it is that I can improve and what may my next clients look like, what my next people would look like, you know, what could possibly be the, the products and, and what can affect me going forward and what are the decisions I need to make around this. And it's really important, like I said before, to create the space of what you want and what your joys is, is to really create the space to have these thoughts as well because you want those thoughts then also to then link back to the the, the wants and the joys. So this is really starting to shift that mindset. As opposed to the practice mindset, which is more we, we kind of get into our day, we make sure that the jobs are done, we improve our, we look at jobs individually maybe on, if we're lucky, on how to make it better. 
and you know how we might be able to make it better for the client but we really never sort of look at you know what are the small tweaks that I can do within within the practice to get those really um, big Im- improvements um, later on because it's just the small tweaks through your business and I think that the whirlwind um, that we're in it is crucial that we start really thinking around this because of what I said earlier around the urgency of people being burnt out and stuff, we have to actually create create the space. So we actually have to really start looking at our businesses as businesses as opposed to practices. It's really interesting when I, I, I look at this that we still call them practices as well. Now there's a lot of history as to why we do call our businesses practices from legal implications um, for accountants and lawyers, etc. But a lot of that has fundamentally broken down. And it's really interesting. I even got caught out the other day when I was talking to somebody about my my businesses and I said, yeah, I I own a tax practice um, as opposed to a tax and accounting business, if you like. So I think if we could slightly just make that one little tweak and start thinking, well, no, I'm a business owner as opposed to a practice owner. And even if you are... Um, have a small business, a small a small um, practice with only one person, just actually have a think about that and see what your language is actually around having a business mindset. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed that conversation. To check out more information on all things Sandine and Blueprint, go to the website blueprinthq.com.au and remember, continue the conversation and be brave. See you next time.